0: The Vice of Issues contains language unsuitable for children and adults and anyone who doesn't want spoilers. Look, just don't listen to this, okay? Just just don't. Que sera, sera,
1: whatever will be, will be. The future's not ours to see. Que sera, sera, what will be. Welcome to Divisive Issues, a comic book podcast where we talk about comic books. I'm Ryan.
0: I'm Sly. I'm Phil, and I'm Daryl.
1: And guys, we made it, huh. but for real this time. It's our year anniversary. Yeah, oh, I can't. I remember being there a year ago when I was
2: in the alter alternate uh, timeline. Yeah, Phil upon
1: the altar. <laughs> uh, yeah, only for me and Sly though. So congratulations, Sly. We made it for a year. Barely. <laughs> so
3: to honor uh this an- anniversary last time this time uh this this year we did civil war so for anniversary doing civil war again uh civil war 2 this time civil war also yeah T-O-O. Uh-huh. Ah.
0: i heard it has tony stark in it
3: yeah it does it also has captain marvel who no one fucking knows I
0: carol danvers
3: <laughs> yeah
0: i heard there's something about her son having sex with her or something.
3: Yes.
1: yes. <laughs> that's something that we'll do at different uh, times. No.
2: As, if, as if this didn't make me hate comics enough. Uh, yeah. Hey, um, I, I actually, I'm just going to say one thing real quick. If you are listening, if you're listening, turn this off in five seconds. Go watch Minority Report. Oh, yeah. Definitely.
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh,
2: and then definitely. and then just don't come back. Like, that's it. you got to. It's much better.
3: Phil, reverse markets. <laughs> to allude to what um Phil was talking about, this, the plot of the story is... Basically, uh, uh, an Inhuman, which is basically M- Marvel's replacement for mutants, because they don't have the rights to mutants, because Fox has the right to mutants. A new in- <laughs> Inhuman has been found that can see the future, and Tony Stark is like, "We shouldn't use this. this; i's bad." And Captain Marvel is like, "You should use this; this i's good." And then they have. Some By use it, it, he
2: means like since he can see the future, they're like, "Let's go arrest people before they commit the crimes," or like, exactly. "Let's go kill people before they Hulk out and destroy the world," or whatever. Yeah. literally and like it's just fucking minority report god yeah
1: so this is the latest marvel event it just came out in hardcover fucking yeah it's by brian michael bendis and all but the zero issue is drawn by david marquez Mm -hmm. uh before i get to the bendis part i do have to say i think david marquez does a really good event book he's a great artist
0: I, I agree. I liked reading this just because of him, I Me. Mean, yeah, art, I'm,
1: art's I'm very pretty good. sure if there was a different artist, like, I would have hated this a lot more. Yeah. But I was, like, just bored instead of offended.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, the artist is very good. I, I yeah. feel like
1: I, I was, you
3: know, like, the way you feel when you're watching a really mediocre Michael Bay movie or something like that. Like, yeah. It's really pretty, but, like, you, you just sit back and enjoy it. Yeah, like this.
1: That. Yeah, I think that's pretty fair. But I thought David Marquette, like, I want him to do every Marvel event. Like, I, th- I thought it was so. It was, like, grandiose and big and like his characters had emotion even when like the writing didn't justify it and I just I just wanted to give props because I think the art's fantastic
3: do you want to describe Michael Bendis or should I describe him Uh,
1: okay so Daryl asked the question while he was reading this is Bendis good (laughs) and that's a tough question yeah uh, the answer is it's complicated
3: so um, if you like Marvel Netflix as hard as to believe uh, Marvel Netflix is largely thanks to Bendis. Yeah, uh, like the the version of Daredevil on on the on the Netflix series, is very close to tone of his book, series, and his series was one that really made Daredevil dark again. After oh, years. I read
2: that. Yes,
3: yeah. Um, yeah. he created Jessica Jones, so literally Jessica Jones is his, is his.
1: And Jessica Jones hasn't really ever been written by anybody other than Bendis. It's only Bendis and Lu- Luke Cage.
3: Was always a sea lister until Bendis uh, wrote him and made a more prominent character in books like Jessica Jones. So, uh, yeah. so so far, almost every character in Netflix has been super helped by Bendis. Yeah. And that tone, uh, in those universes, Phil always wonders, like, how can this be the same tone? It's because when, when Bendis writes street level characters, he writes in a very greedy tone. Then when he writes. Uh, events like this they're shit and they have a tone like
1: this yeah basically bendis was like i think one of the best writers at marvel at the time in like the early 2000s ish and then because he was so good marvel made him like one of their architects and i don't think he's good at the big picture kind of stuff at all yeah so like his ultimate spider-man is most people's not most people's but a lot of people's like, favorite version of the character and, like, is a definitive book for so many people. But his Guardians of the Galaxy is universally, like, hated. It's, it's hated so much that the director of the Guardians
3: of the Galaxy's movies told everyone in the cast, don't read the fucking modern Bendis comics. They're <laughs> terrible.
1: Yeah, so, like, he's the kind of person that... I I, I always have a soft spot for him because I, I really like... Like, I really love a lot of his stuff. But then I read some stuff that I'm like, ah, oh, this is just—it's uh, just so boring. <laughs> yep. It's and so he also boring. tends to just throw out continuity and do oh, whatever yeah. he wants, which makes him great for when he's like reinventing something. So like he's creating Jessica Jones or like revamping. Uh, Revamping Daredevil after like Kevin Smith did what Kevin Smith did after it, after like, Kevin
3: Smith had Daredevil try to murder a baby.
1: <laughs> yeah, so like having him or, try like, to he, murder yeah. a baby,
3: like you can fail to kill a baby.
0: <laughs>
1: he How like, did I, I he
2: fail?
3: He threw a baby <laughs> off a building. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Black Widow saves a baby for
0: yeah. him. Uh,
1: and like like <laughs> Ultimate Spider-Man was the first book in a whole new universe. He does a really good job, but when he builds off of people's characters, a lot of times he's like, no fuck you. I prefer this version that I just made up. This is why I don't like modern
3: Marvel at all, really, because uh, Ben—they all follow Bendis's idea of doing stories, and this is what I hate. In the in the eighties and seventies and or, and all those eras, the ideal was to have the story fit the characters, but now it's to have the characters fit the story. So Bendis will shoehorn characters into his his story and make them fit fit these roles. And it just, it throws out continuity, throws out what the character would do in the situation, and it makes me not care as much, because they don't care as much what these characters would do. If yeah. this
2: comic was filled with any other random slew of characters, it would be the same exact story. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And, and in fact, this reminded me a bit, what were the other events we did? It was Flash Flashpoint. Point. Yeah. Uh, not exactly the same, but to the point where I'm just seeing all these fucking characters do all this dumb shit. I'm, I, it was so boring to get through i feel yeah, like I... that's
0: a possible problem of doing big events like this and having so many characters is that every character other than like the main couple are reduced to just like sideline characters that watch and cheer yeah. on or get yeah, involved in that's fights. pretty
1: much even my favorite events that is so the case like that's yeah. to me the best way to do an event is like pick a cast and then leave like leave everybody else kind of out of it
3: yeah, like, like have tie-ins to show whatever else is. Yeah,
1: like it. if you don't if you don't have a reason for the Flash to be in this event, just and the writer of Flash wants to say how he fits in, ha- leave it in Flash. Don't put it in the main book because all it does is make you be like, well, why is this person here? Who's this? Yeah, mm-hmm. and like it can be events can be useful. Like my first event was reading like a Green Lantern centric event, and it made me wanna care. It made me wanna read more of the main characters in the event. But in this book. I feel like if, if you were reading it, did you guys want to see more of anybody in this yeah. book? Did you guys want to see more Miles Morales, Spider-Man, more
3: champions, more fucking Captain Marvel, more I, Ultimates? I would, say,
0: I would say actually a little bit, yeah.
1: So, oh, Daryl is okay. a positive one. I'm,
0: I'm so. actually pretty positive. I think this was a neat story.
1: Well, actually, one of the things that I've seen in defensive events, to go off of what Daryl says, is a lot of times new fans really like them. Yeah. And then the more you are established in the universe, the more you tend to hate them. <laughs> so, like, I used to love events when I first started reading comics, because I'm like, oh, I get to see, like, these new characters, and, like, this seems so big and epic that, like, this is what a shared universe is all about. So I guess in that case, it, it did its I can't really agree with
0: that, because I don't think I've read any comics from any of these characters that are in this. Other than Captain America shows up for a little bit. I've read... Captain America
1: Captain America is a secret Nazi at this it, point anyway <laughs> wait
2: I have a question in in Marvel did everyone like is there in canon that they all became young and hot or is that like well okay so uh, I don't understand <laughs> that. I'm like no, seriously I love I love when
3: Slide just goes ah, okay that's again turned out a tangent but this is what Marvel is doing now basically Ryan loves it I fucking think it's dumb I don't love it but you
2: always say like it's fine uh, I think you guys dumb. always have this fucking argument <laughs> I don't love it. <laughs> I mean, you hate. You love it. You look. It's your favorite it's thing. It's just
0: like any time Phil says spoilers, Sly yells at him.
3: So, uh, there's basically uh, Marvel. Like they, they have all of these uh, experiments with different characters. Like they have a female doornail. Yeah,
2: I, I was so confused. They
3: have a new Black Spider Man. They have uh, a new, a new young Cyclops. New Hawkeye. A new Hawkeye. New female Hawkeye.
2: They have all these characters. And basically new Iron Man. Jean Grey looked like she was a teenager, and I'm like, "Haven't you been around?" New teen.
3: All the all the X Men they came from the past into the future, and they're all teen versions themselves, and they're living they're living in, in conjunction with the modern versions. Ryan said this is a nice idea. I said it was dumb from the beginning, but Brian always fucking loves ideas. It's dumb to have two characters with the same identity. It makes the identity less important. It's fucking confusing for the readers, and it's just it's just stupid.
1: It's just dumb. Okay. It is dumb. You're right. <laughs> Fuck you. Okay. I'm not going okay. off on this tangent. All right. All right. Let's let's start the. Comic. But as far as people being young and hot, Marvel switches between having like a sliding time scale where everything's five years ago. Like you know, Iron Man's been Iron Man for six years forever, or the more I think the better version is like four years of real time is one year in comic universe. So, like, if Iron Man's been around for 40 years, he's really only been around for 10 years. Uh, mm-hmm. But they're do, they do lots of dumb stuff like the X-Men are teenagers now. Because <laughs> yeah. I
2: couldn't believe when, like, they're just calling all these characters up. Like, hey, Lil' Jean Grey and this person I'm like, they're all, like, 18 to 20-year-olds. All yeah. of them. Literally. Yeah. And Literally. The thing,
1: the thing with Bendis that I think we saw a lot of in Cry for Justice too is instead of... Either not using the confusing things, or kind of just hand waving it, he feels the need to explain it. Yeah, <clears throat> and that just makes it worse. Or cause, at least
3: call attention to it. Like Beast is in Inhumans, a member of the human Inhumans now, and he has to say like, "Oh, Beast is a member of the Inhumans." Isn't that wacky, guys? Like literally,
1: they say. That. Tony yeah. Stark
0: thinks to himself, "Wow, isn't that weird? Yeah, that Beast is a member of the
2: Inhumans.
1: <laughs> That's dumb."
2: <laughs> let's just uh, let's start this comic. Yeah,
1: let's start this. Funny it,
2: it'll be quick. and not much happens? Yeah. yeah.
1: So. <laughs> It starts with She-Hulk defending a supervillain who was arrested for having a conversation about supervillainy with an undercover cop. And basically the whole exposition is, uh, can you get arrested for thinking something?
2: Yeah, it's like it's a for, it's foreshadowing for like the whole like yeah. crime thing. And,
1: and here's one funny. He's th- one funny thing
3: about it. Uh, Shield gets mad because he gets he gets tr- uh, arrested for this, and later she gets mad saying you can't bust somebody for something they didn't do yet. Later on, she supports Captain Marvel that you can't do that. F- what yeah, the fuck? it makes
1: it, it makes no sense why yeah. she's on team. Yes, do this thing, but she's framing it, and of all people, it's the fucking jester. So, and also, just
3: to explain what Shulk <laughs> is. is, uh is Hulk's cousin, who is, uh, unlike Hulk, is actually smart while being Hulk, and she's a lawyer. Wait, is... is she...
2: Okay, whatever.
0: Yeah. I was gonna ask, how does that work? Like, how does she just turn into Hulk all the time?
3: Okay, so, what happened with Shulk <laughs> was... Uh, man, we're not to much history. Okay, all... Really, awkward... I, just, I just say, I just say, basically, she originally was, like, regular Hulk, but then, uh, no one liked it, it was, it was no one read the book. Then uh, one writer decided to just make her a fun, uh, more fun character who just likes being green, basically, <laughs> and people loved it. Like it was, she's more like a fun, goofy character, and she became popular that way. It's one of those things where, if you if you're a new reader, like it's weird, but if you read the comics, you just enjoy the personality enough that you don't mind as much. Yeah, yeah.
1: So she's defending this guy. He gets found guilty anyway, and. Then there's like some government stuff where just to establish that War Machine is here from the movies, yeah. he's like Iron Man sidekick.
0: I love that this establishes War Machine talking to the president. It's like setting him up to be in a position of power later. Like the president saying, "Like, do you want my job?" And then yeah. War Machine will die. And like, <laughs> in this issue, I think he di- no, the next one. He oh, dies. Next, next
3: issue off, off panel, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah off panel.
0: So
1: so yeah, uh, Obama, because obviously Obama, because he yeah. wants fucking secrecy. He's not in the fucking Mar-a-Lago estate. But I like to imagine. His- trump like, just,
3: like no it'll be he, huge
1: he, we're no, gonna
2: see the future it'll
1: be great it'll be huge he's definitely i thought it was obama and look also at his, look, look at war those ears. war machine is qualified to be secretary of defense there's no way it's trump so <laughs> he <laughs>
3: oops guys i've so you could explain uh his face is in shadow the entire time the president's face just so
1: yeah knows. so uh basically like he's like you should be secretary of defense and then maybe you'll be the president because a superhero is going to be president eventually. So I'd rather it be someone who, like, we trust and, like, knows how government works and is qualified for... God, I'm gonna die. But, (laughs) uh... (laughs) And then two teenagers... Have uh, they get hit by the Terrigen Mist, which is a big cloud that turns you into an? This Inhuman. is so
2: also jarring for someone who doesn't know what's yeah. going on. Yeah. Apparently, mists just fly around the planet and turn people into cocoons if they have this ancient DNA or
3: something. <laughs> oh, just to get to, just to get the more backstory. <laughs> <laughs> In Inhumans, uh, basically, Marvel. <laughs> we mentioned uh, a few times that Marvel does not have the film rights to X Men, but because because they don't have the film rights to X Men, that's why you can't have Spider Man and. Uh, Wolverine team up in the movies at all now, but be, but but because of this, Marvel uh, they they want to uh, make the X Men less prominent because any characters they create for X Men they don't have the rights to. Like if they create a new mutant and become super popular, they would not have the rights to that character. So instead, they use another property they have called the Inhumans, which suck. Uh, they're really uh, fucking boring. Yeah, and they, basically that like uh, they they try to make it fit in the same mold as X Men, but it doesn't fucking work at all. Like one example is the fact that instead of getting your page of puberty, you fucking get it through a mist and you end up in the fucking cocoon. Yeah. And now you have your powers. And you I fucking... also
2: love how there's, you've, you've explained to me now how many times in Marvel there's mutants, there's mutates, there's inhumans. It's like, uh, fuck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: So, uh, yeah, so some guy named Ulysses is turned into, like, he wakes up with some inhuman powers and he sees a vision, a vision of New York City being destroyed. Yep. And at the same time, She Hulk finds out that the Jester got killed in prison, even though he was found guilty. Like because he was found guilty, and then somehow she immediately becomes Team Thought Police. So yeah, well I don't someone
2: know. someone there's a good foreshadowing where some I don't know female Nick Fury I think or something. Yeah, Maria she, Hill. She's she played by like, like
1: Colby Smulders in the movies. Oh, that's okay.
2: She's like uh, you know they always return to crime. It's good that he died or something like, <laughs> yeah, like like it's that it's more foreshadowing that that idea that. Like, uh, you, you, it's like your, your destiny or set path, like yeah. that you're going to do this. Yeah. Whatever.
0: It also, there's the last thing in the comic is there's another scene where Captain Marvel's talking to some green haired John Travolta guy. Yeah. And that's it's it, it, better it,
3: Hulk it, uh, character.
0: Okay. It establishes her that she is, she's proactive justice, just like Hal was in Cry for Justice. Yeah.
1: So if you don't know Captain Marvel, I just wanted to establish who Captain Marvel is. She's like a space cop, basically. Yeah, and that's kind of it. <laughs>
3: uh, Captain Marvel literally was created like as a ripoff uh, as of Green Lantern, basically.
1: Yeah. Oh, is that her parallel? Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's funny because now in comics, like everyone has a parallel.
3: Yeah, because Marvel and DC uh,
2: uh, rip off each other a lot. They're, they're like, rather <laughs> than compete, let's just have exactly the same stuff.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Guardian will be our Captain <laughs> America. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right. What's the next issue? Okay. Yeah. So
1: then, issue one. So that was issue zero. Oh, everyone's intrigued. So, issue one is the Inhumans... <laughs> I was. I was intrigued, actually. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, the Inhumans pick up Ulysses, and basically they're like, oh, you're an Inhuman. Come join us. And then we cut to weeks later, and we're in Manhattan, and there's some, like, galactic Galactus-looking thing. Fi- uh, like... Attacking New York City, and a billion characters just show up, and Doctor Stranger's mag- magic sits away, and it's fine.
2: His scenes are pretty cool, where they have that like text of where he gets the spell incantation from, and there's like a group of sorcerers with him all. Yeah,
1: but like it's I like so that shit. like it's I get it, but like it's really there's there has to be thirty characters in the scene. I, yeah. yeah, oh yeah. And then they're like there's six sorcerers here, poof, and it's like but that I don't know, it's weird. Yep,
0: Doctor Voodoo, Wiccan.
1: Scarlet C-Man.
0: Witch is there. Seaman. Oh, Shaman, not Seaman.
3: <laughs> if, if I were to pick a bitch about everything that pisses me off about this book, I'll bitch about how the way Bendis writes on the dialogue. Like, there's a character, Damian, no, just leave that. Damian Hellstrom, who's the son of Satan, He's like this very serious, <laughs> you know, dramatic character. He's the son but, of Satan. <laughs> but Bendis writes him like he's fucking the, the I don't know, like the the of the fire ring from Captain Planet. Where he's like, yo, guys, this is a bummer. Let's chill out, <laughs> yeah. bro.
2: Oh, every, everyone seemed... To, that well, it, it kind of fits in with that, like, they're all 18, but, like... Yeah. They all have this same snarky teenage attitude. Yes, snarky's the best way I'd put it. single character. Yeah,
1: that's how Bendis writes dialogue.
2: Oh, my yeah. fucking so God. Then,
1: so, uh, Tony Stark, Iron Man, has a big party for the Inhumans, and he's like, they predicted this Galactus thing was gonna come, so we were prepared for it, so let's have a big party. And this is what I mean about Bendis ignoring continuity... But then explaining it is yeah. he makes a joke that it's like, aren't the Inhumans genociding the X Men? And they're like, yeah, but it's a party. Like, no, that's not how it fucking works. <laughs> and then, wow. like, like, one of the characters makes a joke about, like, the time. And she's an X Men character, makes a joke about the time Scarlet Witch d- killed all but 200 X Men. Yeah. Like, ha ha ha. Good jokes so on this party. Yeah, good guys. joke. Ha ha ha. Like, it's. You don't. It's, and it happened, like, two years ago. Like, it's not. Is this better or worse than
2: inviting Hulk to a dinner party? <laughs> <laughs> it's the
1: same. It's the same. So no, this they're... is like
0: a this is a social faux pas. Like you shouldn't <laughs> yeah. you shouldn't be bringing this stuff up. Whereas Hulk's a social like wreck wrecker.
1: So uh, they're all like, wait, we should find out how the Inhumans knew about this. And that's when we find... The rest of the Marvel Universe finds out that Ulysses can predict the future. So he sees these visions, and the Inhumans keep, like, using them to prevent crime. I
0: love that they bring in little Jean Grey to read his mind, and he just has, like, this plot device around his mind where she's like, oh, his mind cannot be read.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's just, like, uh, before you guys ask. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: And uh, so Tony brings up the morality debate. Like, can we... The same thing we were talking about in Issue Zero of can you arrest someone before they've committed a crime
2: just go guys please go watch minority report yeah. do not read yeah. this comic yeah.
1: Yeah. and also uh, he's, he he's
3: not willing to trust uses uh powers until he uh, until he knows how they work like basically saying do this is his perception affect them does his personality affect them etc cetera, et cetera. which i think are, are good questions they yeah. are and
2: like is this the future or a possible future because yeah.
0: that's one of his biggest thing that yeah. he talks about
2: his vision was that they destroyed new york city but w- it didn't get destroyed because we stopped it so it obviously wasn't the future right
1: yeah. yeah, And I think in the Marvel Universe, where everyone's always time-traveling and stuff, I think this is a great premise.
2: I yeah. think Minority
1: yeah. part in the Marvel Universe is interesting.
2: I was very interested at this point. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And I actually... Yeah, I'll get to my thoughts at the end, but I'm not as super hating it as I, as I am acting like, but I do have serious fucking problems with it. So, uh, War Machine and Captain Marvel are like, no, if we can save even one life... Like, through this, we should do it. And then Ulysses has a big vision, and he's like, we need to call Captain Marvel's team. Oh, no, this is later. There's a time jump. So everyone leaves. And then Ulysses has another vision, and he's like, we have to call Captain Marvel's team the Ultimates. Yeah. And then there's another time jump, because there's a lot of just framing devices, and then we don't see the scene. There's a lot of off-camera stuff. Mm-hmm. Tony Stark gets a call and he rushes to the Ultimates headquarters and he finds out War Machine is dead. You know, beloved character who's been around for 40 years and is like a favorite in the movies died off screen. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't I, I didn't mind that.
2: <sighs> I, I mean, like, the way they portray it where it's like, it's everyone super fucked up after a mission that went wrong and he's looking at the armor and he's like, how could, like, what could have punched through this? Like, I don't know. I, I thought it was effective.
3: But I mean, though... War Machine's not in the story at all, really. Like He only has one scene it where. It could he... be anybody. It doesn't yeah. have to be War Machine. Well, that's yeah. a problem
2: with the comic overall, I think.
3: Yeah. It's a Rice uh character. By the way, the, the guy that killed the Prison Jester, he's actually a recurring Marvel villain. And he, he is so used. He was used re- recently in a good, a good story, like last year. Well, is he uh, is he the Marvel's
2: Joker?
1: <laughs> he's more like the Marvel's Prankster.
3: Yeah. He, he's, sort of a, <laughs> he's a joke villain, but like uh, they they have like one story where. Uh, also, like a very dark superhero, basically beats the shit out of him, like because he plays a joke on him and he takes it seriously. There's actually a very interesting story about like this joke uh, villain got basically got the shit almost murdered by, uh, out of him by this <laughs> by this dark and green character who's a real who's a real bad guy in that scenario. You
1: know? Yeah, get
3: the shit murdered. Out of
1: the <laughs> but like Bendis likes to just kill people's characters, yeah. and like War Machine is a character that has a place in the Marvel universe. He is the liaison between the Avengers and the US government.
2: Like Yeah, I meant more like it wasn't the car- I I didn't I didn't mind the scene. The scene I thought was yeah, effective. Yeah, no, I
1: think that's my t- to get into like my overall thoughts. If this was a standalone thing or an alternate universe story or whatever, I actually think I might like this. But Probably because me too. this is supposed to def- like Nothing will be the same, and like the Hulk's dead now like it's shitty it's spoilers, really... spoilers. yeah, I know wow. you
0: see i I always I was just thinking about it in the context kind of like that of a standalone story because since I don't read like any other Marvel, it didn't matter to me that if Hulk gets killed, it's like, okay cool, like his comic's done for now <laughs> like I, I'm more I'm more interested in doing something interesting with this story than trying to keep every franchise
2: like comic franchise alive and well I I agree with Daryl there, but I still didn't find it that interesting by the end. That was like the writing in this <laughs> yeah. whole thing was not good. And like the, the concept was interesting, but kind of dragged out over nine issues without doing much. I
0: I, yeah. th- I felt like it got, the concept got progressively better. Should
1: we save this for the end? We should save this for the end. Cause we <laughs> yeah, keep going. Okay. yeah. So uh, basically Tony Stark like flips out on Captain Marvel saying like, well, how did War Machine die? And they find out they had a vision that Thanos was somewhere in space. He's just like big space God guy. And they showed up, and Thanos beat the shit out of everybody, killed War Machine, and put She-Hulk in a coma. And then Tony goes to, like, Thanos, because they have him, like, jailed up in the basement. And She-Hulk wakes up from her coma, says, fight for it, like, we deserve, you know, we should follow Ulysses' visions. And then, like, apparently dies. She doesn't, but it seems like she dies. Yeah, there you it, go. it, it yeah, does the there.
2: whole beef, the yeah. flat line. I love that, dude. Like, can you fucking, can you get the, an EKG on a Hulk? Like, is that work? <laughs> yeah. uh,
1: whatever. So now for issue two, Tony Stark goes to the Inhumans headquarters and he wants to take Ulysses to study him, like Sly was saying earlier, like, or whoever was saying, maybe it wasn't Sly. Fuck you guys. I don't care. <laughs> so he's saying like, I want to study his brain. I'm not going to hurt him, but I want to know, you know, is, is his mood affecting these visions? Stuff like that. But they have a big fight because it's comics, and he fakes them out with a fake suit, grabs Ulysses, and is doing studies on I,
0: him. I, I was fine with them fighting. Like, it makes sense because Tony breaks yeah. into the Inhumans' place to steal it, and apparently the Inhumans are, like, uh, a matriarchy because they all follow Medusa, the hair woman. <laughs> yeah. But the dumb comic thing was like, oh, that was his fake robot suit that he fooled us with. Like,
2: yeah. come on. I, li- I liked her. I liked her. Her design. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I just maybe I just like redheads. You, you we were,
3: were making fun of her when we were reading the fucking feminism comics, saying, like, oh, Medusa, what the fuck is that? Remember that, guys? Mm-hmm. No,
2: yeah. I don't. I block out all these, these uh comics. That's why it
0: was funny when she popped up here and she's like, I'm the queen of them. I'm like, all right.
2: Yeah, yeah <laughs> the, the, inhuman, the other reason why humans fucking suck is that they're
3: a royal family and we're supposed to act like they're a sympathetic minority, where they're, they literally are royalty and they have their own political power. <laughs> yeah.
0: I was going to say, uh, people treat them very... Kindly so far, at least yeah. according to this
3: comic. But it still are like one character is like, I don't trust Ulysses, and they're like, Oh, it's because you mean right? You well that's the racist. thing is they're
1: trying to just apply X-Men <laughs> rules to these other characters. Yeah. And it like just doesn't like without the history, it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. But whatever. So so while Tony's studying Ulysses, the ultimates find him and show up, and they while they're fighting Uh, Ulysses has a vision of a naked Hulk destroying New York City and killing everyone. Yep. And this time the vision is much stronger that it's not just him seeing it. Everyone in the room gets knocked out and they all see it.
0: Yep. Another another nice plot device where it's like, oh, how do we make sure that everyone believes in his vision? It's like he can now
3: send
1: it out, like project it to everybody else. Yeah. And Captain Marvel decides she's going to go to the Hulk and stop this.
3: So, the frame device of issue three is um, basically it's uh, in a little bit in the future, and it's a court case with Tony and Carol on the witness stand. And so it turns out uh, that T- Banner was like free from being Hulk. Uh, Bruce Banner, the Hulk, was free from being the Hulk for like, a uh, year. One thing
1: I want to say about this issue, even though I have big problems with it, I think the way it's framed is really cool. Yeah, same, it's cool.
3: Same,
2: definitely. Uh,
3: so it turns out Banner, well, he was experimenting himself. Uh, he claims it was to prevent the Hulking out, but when the. Ultimates and everyone shows up At his doorstep and say You fucking experimenting
1: yourself You're making Hulk come back Yeah cause if you wanna go talk to the Hulk You should bring a thousand people Who wanna fight and him. you that, And that you hulk accuse
2: was. him of say Of being an asshole And say What, what <laughs> yeah. did you do
3: And, and so uh, Bruce Banner gets mad saying What the fuck guys You guys are pieces of shit And uh, As he does so Like not even hulking out like You can tell when Hulk's gonna hulk out Because his eyes turn green First of all They don't fucking turn green in This panel And so But before he can Even say anything else He gets shot in the head by Hawkeye
1: Yeah
0: uh, so, a little thing the artist does is, the light in his
2: pupil is a shade of green. In it. <sighs> ah, I got you there! <laughs> <laughs> but that's what Hawkeye says. He says, my vision's better than everyone else's. I saw that shade of green, and I knew yeah. I had to do this. It, it's <sighs> one of those where,
0: like, it could, they're purposely making it gray, so it could go either way. Like, maybe that was just a certain light, because I think in, like, earlier panels, there's that green light in his eyes. There's a little spark in his eyes. So, the, yeah.
1: the <laughs> argument of Hawkeye is was, everyone knows he killed him, he says he killed him, but is he justified? And he also, he makes this whole case that one time the Hulk went to him as Bruce Banner and said, Uh, if I ever Hulk out again, kill me. I love that, how
2: he's like, oh no, I'm justified, because Hulk literally said, kill me. Yeah, I I hated that part, because
0: it's like, it could have just been interesting enough to have Hawkeye, this guy with like superior vision that he saw what he thought he saw and had to act on it, and it's like was he justified in acting that quickly but now he's like you know I was his executioner like he wanted me to do this he gave me like a Hulk radiated bullet yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Or, or arrow tip
3: the core kind of rules that, like, is it's a suicide basically, where Hulk basically <laughs> helps him kill himself. Yeah, and apparently,
1: since everyone in the world hates the Hulk so much, he's like a national hero. <laughs> yeah, he's got like eighty-five percent approval rating or whatever.
2: Well, they're like, they're like, imagine if you lived in um, New Mexico or whatever, you're like at any time Hulk could Hulk out and kill me. Like, yeah. I
1: guess that. that no, I mean, I understand sense. that, but like, they they f- Bendis frames it in such a way that it's like, no. Every, like, there is no nuance. It's, they asked him to kill him. Everyone agrees. The Hulk yeah. has been terrorizing everybody. Not to mention, in this
2: world, like, you're afraid of the Hulk always going to kill you. Apparently, every fucking week, aliens show up in New York City, like, it, like in the first issue or second issue, and almost kill all of humanity. So it's like, yeah. I think everyone must have, like, fucking PTSD at all times <laughs> yeah. in the Marvel Universe. Because every week, it's like a world ending catastrophe. Yeah. And what, what, not, not to get too much about
3: more fucking history, I'm sorry, but. <laughs> Uh, it's just, uh, I have to bring this because I fucking hate, I like Hawkeye as a character. And uh, but, but, so Hulk goes to Hawkeye because he says, you're the only guy who can kill me. You love killing people, Hawkeye. <laughs> uh, Hawkeye uh, is so anti-murder that uh, one time his wife got raped and she murdered her rapist. Uh, and he got so mad at her for, for uh, murdering her rapist that he not only did he divorce her, but he almost split it, He basically divided the Avengers in half. Over the issue. Like, Hawkeye is one of the
2: most anti murder uh, Marvel characters. Yeah. Whatever. And it it is funny how the Hulk is like, you'll be able to sleep at night after killing me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Ben doesn't care about continuity
3: or characters, but whatever. So it turns out in uh, issue four, She Hulk is alive, but now she's gray and she gets mad that her cousin is dead.
1: I really like that when she wakes up, Carol's like, I have to tell you about Bruce. And she's like, Bruce? Bruce Banner? My cousin, Bruce Banner? The Hulk? <laughs> I am She Hulk and he is Hulk. <laughs> and, and this is why uh, uh, Daryl says, like, uh,
3: oh, it finds a way to conclude the series. I just want to point out that it's not really a way to conclude the Hulk, it's to just revamp the Hulk, in this case, by making She-Hulk the new Hulk, literally. Yeah, so she's really oh, angry now. That's and... why they
0: made her Grey Yeah.
3: Hulk. Yeah, so now she's the whole The New Hulk series is about she hulk
0: Also, when you guys were talking about how, like, Bendis really doesn't go with subtlety, I love that when um, Hawkeye gets exonerated, they choose this picture of, like, him in a victory pose under <laughs> yeah. the Hulk. Like, no one does that for trials. Like, this person, <laughs> yeah. like, smiling and giving thumbs up. Yeah, they, they broadcast
1: innocent. it on the Times Square jumbotron. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so uh,
3: Tony studies uses powers and he realizes that it's all just probability based and it can be influenced by anything. Like we said, but it can be influenced by his personality or his power growth, and we don't know the percentage of failure.
2: I didn't. I didn't understand. I know I, I'm always getting too literal with the comics, but yeah, like he's like it. His brain is an algorithm, right? So it yeah. predicts the future. It doesn't make them, but like. It predicts them to the level where it's like, on this day, this is going to happen from these people. like
1: Yeah, what he how- says I- is his brain is constantly absorbing data and energy from the world. Where, like, we have to consciously look at something to remember it. But he's like, just... Energy from the universe going into his brain and his bo- his brain's like turning it into an algorithm. It just seems so crazy that like I understand that idea.
2: and It's cool that like you could take all the data of the world and make predictions of the future. But like you can't predict that interdimensional aliens are going to show up in NYC on this <laughs> day. Like yeah. that's not something that the data could give you. He
0: did. He felt yeah. their energies emanating like we don't know how their just... teleportation system works. Yeah, I guess. It could have been giving him data.
2: It just seems like a weird... Expl- explanation for the power because it's, like it's, that- it's
3: a way to make it so Because you have to make it Because First of all it's more, It makes it more applicable To the real universe Because this is how we pre- try To predict the universe In real life Where we use algorithms uh, yeah. Algorithms to predict the future That's literally what Hillary Clinton's campaign used They had an algorithm called Ada <laughs> That predicted they had, they had 0% chance of losing And that's why They didn't fucking have a ground game That's why they didn't have this So it's a very good question why, of, This is the, wrong, this is the <laughs> I know but It's, it's a very good so This is actually a political question Of algorithm the Algorithms are inherently deceptive and we should not trust them because even in real life we have, we I mean, have you could evidence. use them
1: as evidence but not as concrete fact and that's yeah. tony's thing is yeah. we can use them to predict but we can't go arrest people before they do things because right. they're probably going to do them
2: even if they have a 99 percent chance of doing it that that doesn't mean they're definitely going to do it
1: and to add to this confusion at least when i was reading it i was asking these same questions but it's framed while he's reading these things out loud in his narration bubbles Carol is arresting some lady on the steps of a courthouse, or Captain Marvel is, because she has an empty briefcase, and they don't explain it until the end of the issue. Basically,
3: uh, she was supposed to have a briefcase full of like uh, criminal sh- stuff, but it's just an empty briefcase because she's switching briefcases or something like that. So they have yeah. a whole SWAT team drag her away.
0: Because she's a secret uh, Hydra agent.
3: Allegedly. Basically, basically, while uh, Tony's uh, explaining why this is faulty, we have examples of 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 uses being wrong, and that's one of them.
0: No, that that wasn't necessarily him being wrong.
3: She just disappears after this, right? They're interrogating. No, yeah. but they say, Her. they say later on, uh, later on, uh, one of the characters, I forget, I forget who, one of the fucking secondary characters, like Blue Marvel, says like, "Yes, Justice is wrong," like several times, including this Hydra Asian woman. Oh, okay. He, so, like, yes.
0: But did not doesn't he end up saying like he's mostly right though? He's mostly like right, he's right so but
3: is. I think to show that there is. Basis for Tony's case, I, the one. Oh, yeah, there is room yeah. for error. Yeah, yep.
2: and he actually asks, "What's her name?" That Captain Marvel. He's like, it, "What? What probability? Or is this not acceptable anymore? Sixty percent, eighty percent, twenty percent? Like, where do we draw the line between yeah. it not being okay to arrest people for things they haven't done?" And she basically says, "Any percent," which is so crazy. Like, yeah, if they have a one percent chance of doing it, I'll take them down. Yeah. <laughs> She's
0: like Dick Cheney because he, can't, he'd said that at some time. Like, it, if if there's a possibility of a terrorist. Committing a terrorist act, like Guantanamo's okay because you'll yeah, yeah, yeah. do anything to keep one innocent yeah. safe.
3: They did this in the Civil War 1 as well where one character, uh, it made more sense with Iron Man because Iron Man uh, had no popularity during his first Civil War. He was a character no one really knew what to do with before the movies. Uh, so they made him purposefully uh, kind of more dickish than it needed to be to try to make you side more of Captain America more but Captain Marvel makes less sense because we don't know Captain Marvel and she literally has a movie coming out, so why are we making her into an asshole? And Marvel's <laughs> been
1: pushing her so hard yeah. for like two or three years and like people aren't buying it and like they just keep really trying to make this character work and this event did nothing to make me want to continue with her series. Well, yeah, because yeah,
0: she's standing pretty much on the wrong side of history. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, and this is one of my problems with Civil War 1 too is they make it so one-sided that like, you can only side with Tony. Yeah. Even though Car- Carol Danvers has some real points that she's making, and, like, in a post-9-11 world, this is a real question. You know, this is, like, is the Patriot Act fine? And stuff like that. Like, these questions we have to ask, what probability makes it okay to compromise our morals? Yeah. And instead, it's like, nope, she's a supervillain.
0: No, I kind of, I did yeah. sympathize with her.
1: At the beginning, though.
0: I yeah. sympathized with her throughout the whole thing. Yeah? But I'm, I'm also, I'm more of a thought crime police.
2: Yeah yeah whatever <laughs> that's why that's why you like this comic cause you're like it's a cool struggle <laughs> yeah uh
3: so the issue ends with uh Iron Man kidnaps this is again this time to help of other other uh, superheroes. and uh now uh
1: Captain Marvel has her own team including the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, I hated this so much cause I'm like why the fuck are you guys here yeah oh cause Bendis is writing the book that's why yeah.
3: and Guardians of the Galaxy are like man Captain Marvel you're so great we love
1: you basically like they get a full
0: page splash too I'm like are they like cool enough to <laughs> or, like, big enough to, or...
1: Also, like, they're supposed to be out in space doing stuff. Why are they coming here to help, like, a political argument between the Iron yeah. Man and Captain Marvel? Because like, no they sense.
0: say Carol asked, and she's their friend.
1: Yeah. It's so dumb.
3: And so that's where the issue ends.
2: And then we have a, gr- basically, a fucking waste of time issue that's just... <laughs> this is, I think, what they were trying to do the whole comic, where they're just Which like, time? We want to have all this, all the superheroes fight. Yeah. And and they even do the whole like like they did in the movie, which I really annoys me when you have two sides and they start walking towards each other and they have like a team of superheroes behind them, some of them flying, some of them on the ground, and <laughs> it they're like looks the, cool. It does it when you keep doing it. <laughs> it's like the X Men intro. <laughs> it looks like the X Men intro, and it's just like a million superheroes just start beating the shit out of each other. And, it, and I
1: did you guys even know who was on what team aside from Tony yeah, and Carol? No, I did because I, 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 was, I
0: was following the story.
1: I mean, like I knew like Spider Man was on. I get, well, like, the the totally uh the, the front page
2: has, uh, shows like the two sides, but yeah. like
1: the story, it doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah, matter yeah, who's on what side.
2: Matter. It doesn't matter. I I at some point, that's true. You could have flipped were. their sides, and I'd be like, okay, I'll buy this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same
3: thing that same thing happened in the original Civil War. You could do most characters in that book.
2: So. And they really, it just seemed reading this issue. I'm like, I think they're just trying to make me think all these cool, different characters are cool. Oh, definitely. Each character would have, like, a conversation with the other, like, uh, does the fact that I hold a PhD in theoretical physics and a master's degree in (laughs) electrical engineering from... And I'm like... And then Luke Cage just punches him and it's like, you busted or something. Like, yeah. I'm <laughs> like, you just got caged, bro. Yeah, I'm like, okay. And they just beat the shit out of each other forever and yeah. ever. And then, like, Spider-Man's fighting some Spider-Man villains. Venom, maybe. I don't know. It's, don't it's know. not the
3: Venom No, It's Venom number three. I think it's Venom <laughs> number four. And he's like, you're not the real
2: Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2. And Spider-Man's like, oh, you're not the Venom from my dimension, Venom 5. Oh, and I'm God. like, who can fucking read this I, and like it? I really, like, I, I wanted to just... Stop reading here and tell you guys, like, I'll just wing it for the rest of it. (laughs) (laughs) The only thing that
1: matters in this issue is how it ends. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So this fight goes on for literally the whole issue. And then Ulysses shows up at this fight and implants them all with a vision. And this vision is basically the White House. or It was the Capitol building, I think, in ruins. Yeah. And it was Spider-Man standing over Captain America's dead body. looking like he killed him
1: yeah with blood on his hands
2: so everyone including spider-man and captain america see this reality
1: yep yeah and then the thing that was most jarring for me with this issue was i finished it and like literally that's it that's all that happens and then there was seven pages of ads for tie-in books and i was like fuck you guys at least put substance (laughs) in the main book i'm not gonna buy these
2: yeah yeah, well, they so don't care. Th- so then
1: the issue ends with basically that scene, and Carol's like, Spider-Man, you're under arrest.
2: Yeah, so then we basically, uh, Captain Marvel and Iron Man are going to have the exact same debate they had before. Um, like, what do we do with uh, Spider-Man? Is it okay to arrest him now? He's going to kill Captain America. And Captain America's like, oh, I trust him. I-, I love him freedom.
1: Even though Cap's a secret Nazi at this point
2: captain marvel
0: and um tony are arguing and then captain america just goes over to miles and he just asks him like do you think you're gonna kill me He's like no like i would never do that because miles is freaking out because he's just a kid he doesn't know how to handle this vision of him murdering someone so captain america's like you know here let's just take you home so because that's where you need to be right now
2: yeah yeah so they grab spider-man um nick fury or maria him. Thor. He
0: goes home with Thor.
2: Oh uh, yeah, I love it. <laughs> Lady Thor just shows up and she's like, "I shall take you home." And yeah. then they basically a bunch of people start arguing about which side they're on. Some of them are like, "Maybe I should change sides. Maybe I'm on the wrong side." Um, Spider-Man cries on the roof because uh, I, I I like that scene too. It's like he's he's seeing you you doing something like that, especially because he says like Captain America is one of my heroes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To see himself having killed him is, is pretty crazy. Um, and then there's some other characters I. I'm like, who the fuck Oh, yeah, Bendis' you?
1: new Iron Man, the, like, young teen girl, Riri Williams, is like, I'm gonna yeah. help... Just further this plot along and take all the teen characters away. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah I love it. she's like, buy my book or something. Aren't oh, you guys
1: excited to read the, the New Champions? The yeah. fucking team. Team, team.
2: Guardia- team Fucking Guardians of the Galaxy gets more pages. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, what?
1: Don't they blow up their spaceship so that they can't leave? They have yeah. to stay in the It's event. Vision accidentally blew
2: up his their spaceship. Yeah, yeah it was during Between the Kitty fight. Pride.
1: And not the Ulysses Visions, the character named Vision. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I love too how that fight is so crazy that they blow up like some buildings, they blow up that, they don't kill a single superhero during it. Like, that's pretty so that's some pretty good self-control there. That like, happens yeah. a lot in
3: comics. Uh the Hulk is usually like, oh Hulk destroyed fucking DC, but no one got killed, thankfully. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: okay. Um and then at the end, basically, Spider-Man, this this is where I started to really lose my interest in this book. Even though his vision was being in the front of the Capitol building, killing Captain America. In, in, in what seems like he wants to make this come true, he goes to the Capitol building and just stands <laughs> in front of it and is like, I'm right where I would be to kill in yeah. the vision. Like, yeah. It's like you're just setting up, like, why? Just to stay home. Like yeah. This could be avoided if you just don't go to DC. That's true. That's actually a good point.
0: No, but he's trying to prove that he's not going to do it. I,
2: I thought the same
3: thing. I thought the same things there, but yeah. then I'm like, you could avoid contagion by just staying home. Like,
0: yeah. no, but that's that's not as that's not as important. It's him trying to prove that that's not going to happen, like that he's not capable. I that.
3: think it's more important to prove, make sure it never happens. I would just make sure. It but never see
0: happens. now, you guys are he's buying safe. into it that it is a possibility.
1: I, I would rather, <laughs> I will be safe. I'm safe. I'm sorry. If there is even a ten percent possibility, you should lock yourself in your house. no but it's like I'm not saying stay home
2: I'm saying don't go to the place where you had a vision of murder if you're gonna turn
1: yourself in do it at a different police place yeah police place you know precincts that's the word I'm looking for he's just that's the
2: thing is this whole scene that comes up next it's just like they they're like fucking setting up this scene that doesn't need to have ever existed like Like they're all just going when
1: Captain America shows up I expected him to be like and I brought this big spear that (laughs) won't impale me I promise yeah whatever
2: whatever and that's that issue. It goes. It, it ends with Spider-Man standing in front of uh, the Capitol Building. So last two issues.
0: All right. Yeah. So issue uh, seven begins with the Inhumans talking to Ulysses, and he's standing like on a roof, and he's got all these like tendrils coming out of him because he's going into supervision mode, and he has a vision of this future, like this wild, wild West somewhere out in the uh, Midwest, where he, he sees like this Hulk with a handlebar mustache and this. Uh... Uh,
1: this <laughs> is from a book called Old Man Logan that. Bendis brought back a couple years No way. Years ago. This is canon? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so Bendis brought it back a couple years ago, so he had to use it. No and the thing that's way. so stupid about this is Old Man Logan... Old Man Wolverine is a. He came to our regular time, and he's a regular member of the X Men now. So it's like, there is an Old Man Wolverine. That's why
0: he looks so old. Yeah.
1: So there is an Old Man Wolverine, but he's not this Old Man Wolverine. And like, why? Why? Why do this? So wait,
2: the X Men has regular Wolverine and Old Man Wolverine? No, regular
1: Wolverine's dead. Old Wolverine is there. Yeah. So all the other X Men are teens. <laughs> yeah. Also, a regular Psych-House is dead,
3: and Teen Psych-House replaced him. Okay, guys, this is my last episode. Of the podcast. <laughs> if this was like books, I, if, if if I if this was the books we we're doing regularly, like if we were doing a modern Marvel, as like to, like as, we, if we were like a regular podcast, comic podcast talking about comics up to date, I will quit the show too. Fuck this. Because fuck this for me too.
2: Yeah. This is it's the, just, it's so fan y god yeah, damn. Yeah. They're like, Wolverine's the cool old man, and everyone else is young, hip. Uh, but fans
1: ex- don't like this book, so who is who are they servicing?
2: The, the other people who do yeah. like it. Kids, yeah, like 12 me. year olds.
1: Uh, I guess, yeah, Daryl. Yeah, Daryl. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm like, oh, cool, old man Logan killing Handlebar Hulk. <laughs> <Handelbar>
2: <laughs>
1: so, old man Logan gives him the warning that it's Tony Stark's fault for pushing Carol Danvers too far. So his warning is basically like, both sides are just as bad, guys. Fucking neoliberal fucking old man Logan.
0: Yeah. Well, oh, I especially love, too, that the fact that, like, the apocalypse can be called because of one scenario. Yeah. Oh,
3: Jesus.
0: Where it's, like, make sure they don't kill uh, Ferdinand and world <laughs> yeah. the Great War won't happen. It's, like, there are a lot of other things.
3: Yeah. It, yeah, I <laughs> love this is, this that. Is the, this is the hero's effect where heroes would have a vision of the future and say you have to stop the specific thing just as a fake uh, bullshit way to off the stakes at the last minute like this yeah. is the last issue like second especially last especially because
2: uh, apparently interdimensional aliens can almost destroy the planet all, all the time and they're never like like this is what caused the apocalypse they're like if these two superheroes fight yeah. that'll be the end of the world yeah, yeah. yeah. and like Daryl pointed out that's not it's not usually one thing even though they just anything.
1: fought a lot and nobody died yeah <laughs>
0: So Spider-Man's there, and a bunch of people are holding him up, like a bunch of police are like, "You need to get off this this Capitol building steps." And he's like, "No." And then <laughs>
2: for no reason,
3: but Captain Marvel's like, "Don't worry, let's see how this goes, please."
0: Yeah, and then Captain America shows up because he's there too to also find out that like Psst, is I this gonna hate happen. This. <laughs>
3: Will you kill me, Spider Man? Let's see. <laughs>
0: so, so then Captain Marvel comes on, and then we're just repeating the thing of like, she's like, we need you to come with us, Spider Man, because you're going to be too dangerous. But
1: they seem pretty civil about it. Yes. Yeah. Like, civil it's, war it's very, about it. like, I mean, what's so civil about war anyway, right, guys? <laughs> this
0: is why I was still sympathizing with Carol, even if she was still pushing boundaries way yeah, too much no, I guess you're right. because she goes to take his hand and then suddenly there's a barrier around him and it's a barrier put up by tony stark who's now in the like the hulk buster armor yeah or yeah so
1: it's a giant suit and war machine colors too i actually like that it's in war machine colors i think that's yeah. cool
2: i just don't get why he's here to no, fight her i don't, he I don't
3: know why she's out of her here for no reason no he thinks he says later on like i'm not letting you arrest her he thinks uh he doesn't trust her and thinks uh he's going to she's going to run no, but then better. later
1: on they're like he trusts her the most
3: but that's that's just bullshit and this bad writing.
0: Yeah, that's what...
1: <laughs> yeah. Because he
0: himself broke in and like stole Ulysses, so he's not yeah. like a really trustworthy yeah. character either. Anyway, um, they fight a whole bunch, and then Ulysses shows up because he's like, I have to stop this, and then he goes into like. Overdrive mode With his visions He, he on the
3: brakes Uh 7 right Yeah yeah, he yeah. The
0: <laughs> yeah And then we get like A bunch of guest artists Drawing what potential Futures there could be like A bunch of dinosaurs Fighting each other
3: <laughs>
0: or...
2: I love that And they're, they're doing The fucking X-Men Intro pose Where yeah. they're all Running at each other yeah. But they're it's dinosaurs like, uh, Yeah I guess Two dinosaur rival teams Are vi- oh. Well okay
1: yeah. They do this a fucking lot Marvel events Always end with Look at these other Events coming up yeah. So like After Civil War 2 They start started some big like monster thing There's and like dinosaurs? yeah yeah oh
2: my so god
1: this is, this is I think like the third Bendis event that ends with like previews of other events it's the fucking worst just tell a goddamn story the the more
2: you guys give backstory the more I'm literally shocked like old man Logan I was like this cannot this is obviously just a weird alternate future that can't exist yeah, it has to be just Bendis being wacky saying well,
3: imagine wacky scenarios could happen guys but no this is fucking can't it's what the next X-Men movie is based on
2: yeah
0: the Logan one coming out
3: Oh my god, I oh no. <laughs>
0: yep. It's all coming together, Phil. You're seeing oh the my patterns. God. But like,
1: but this is, it's so fucking annoying, because like, events, a lot of people say they were never like this, but I feel like a lot of older events actually ended, like they told a story, and since Bendis became an architect, it's always been one long thing that like, hope you want to read Marvel for 15 years. It's one long ad. And like, just end the fucking story. It doesn't have to always tease everything else. It's really annoying.
0: The other visions are, like, the X-Men fighting something off-panel. Then Spider-Man killing Captain America. while Captain America gives, like, an evil glare at him in the background, in the burning sky of DC. And then Inhumans fighting aliens. uh, And then um, uh, Eternity... Uh, the cosmic deity that's the embodiment of the yeah, universe. Yeah, from
1: our Doctor Strange episode. Yeah, yeah, he
0: shows up and he's like, "That's awesome that you you've achieved like your max level." So yeah, come. he's like,
2: "He's like, you reached enlightenment. Time, to yeah. <laughs> time to you have shown Earth evolve. all
0: that you can. You're part of a greater universe now. Come join us." And so
2: people, so people hate this event. Uh, they were like, "This
3: is literally Dave's like in the bend Is fuck you." Yeah. Is. Yeah, because
0: <laughs> they take away the one thing that like the the pivotal key that this Confl- whole the
2: conflict that is all about this yeah. guy and they're just like well you can't use him anymore it's,
0: it's literally gone. god comes down and takes him away and it's like don't worry about it you guys don't have to struggle yeah, anymore yeah
2: well, it's cuz he's like i i transcended it's reality so which doesn't shitty! make much
0: sense cuz it's like he was really going crazy with his powers and then i <laughs> yeah. guess i guess that was what he needed to do
1: i fucking this annoys me so much because it's the same fucking bullshit that we see all the time where you have a real philosophical argument and instead of making a point or having an actual, like, thesis, it's, nope, don't worry about it. Well, it's
2: magical, not topical. Yeah, Yeah.
1: no, for real. And, like, especially now, make a fucking statement. Don't just cop out. Like, make a (laughs) statement about authoritarianism. This is before the Trump Oh, yeah, because this came out of nowhere.
0: (laughs) And then yeah. um, then we get some, like, epilogue scenes of Tony needs to be put in stasis because he was beat up so bad because Carol blew him up. And then yeah. Beast tells him, it's like, you know, he actually, he really did trust you. The thing that he was afraid <laughs> of is what would happen after you because of, like, the, the policies you were putting in place.
2: Which, I, I, I thought that was interesting.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I, I definitely, like, I side with that because, like, I did sympathize with her, but her view of where to take this could be completely in the wrong, where anyone with any problem should be locked away.
2: This was the argument with the Patriot Act, too. It's like, great, we put in these things to stop terrorists now, and maybe everyone in the government right now is doing the right thing with it. But <laughs> that's, that, can you, that's a that's an assumption. <laughs> I'm saying you'd be, re, you'd be really optimistic with it. But five presidents down the line is how about, ten presidents yeah. down how
3: about, the line. How about two? Uh, also, also uh, in, in this timeline, uh, in the time this book is read, we assume it's Obama as president. All you have to do is imagine... This happening today with Trump as
1: president to say, okay, it's a bad idea. Let's not do this. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And it's just, and even like, even the, even the fucking like Tony's in a coma. It's like Bendis is basically saying like, don't worry though. That girl you saw in two panels, she's the new Iron Man. Go read her book. Yeah, mm. they literally do have. They have like at the end, Carol summarizing all the characters, saying some characters are lost, some characters are this.
3: What, what what will happen to them? Go read their book. Go read fucking Miles Morales <laughs> Spider Man. Go read New Champions. Yeah, it, it
0: does like an epilogue as Carol's talking to the present, where it's like multiple panels of all the different characters in the Marvel universe, and it's basically saying it's like where they're at right now, where it's like Riri's the new Iron Man, and now She Hulk's now the Gray Hulk, and Captain America's has like he has a long shadow, which means he's very like dark and his yeah.
3: long shadow. I mean, he's there be three more weeks of winter <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh,
0: good one's <laughs> that that was that was better than this book <laughs>
1: oh and also the president's like hey captain marvel you should be the secretary of defense yeah yes. she's like that's a good idea and that's yeah she's like i
0: have some ideas about the future
1: she's and it like, goes i, I have some russians to call <laughs>
2: <laughs> i did like how i mean i didn't I don't know if I liked it. It was funny how at every issue they would show like the two sides, and it would be like one side wants to protect the future, one side wants to fight for the future, and it's like that's kind of the same. Thing. Oh yeah, yeah it's like, like <laughs> yeah.
1: it's just uh, it's. I think it has a promising premise. The art yeah. is great, but yeah. I really think it just totally falls apart as a story.
0: Yeah, yeah. I feel like because of its premise, I, I don't feel like it totally falls apart as a story. It it tries to make its point about its ideas and as both people like talk about it and even though it pulls the deus ex machina like i was still along for the ride the whole time
1: but i feel like if you're gonna have a po- political argument the resolution is important for a story and couldn't have this been like four issues
3: oh yeah oh my god yes god fuck fuck <laughs> yeah. like what was it we could talk about civil war one when we did our review of it. we felt like that was too short i thought like that was too short like i uh, didn't go into uh some things enough but this feels like it was stretching things out Holy well fuck. you
0: need to have your cool big fight in the middle of it yeah, There was more than end. one
2: fight though they, the superheroes fight several times yeah. it's like do you really need that Is it, imagine like this reminds me
3: like in movies because uh, in movies in action movies they, they tell script writers you have to have to actually every like 10 uh, yeah. pages of script, you have to have an action beat. And that feels like what they were doing with this event.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's that's a kind of common complaint about comics in general, though.
0: Yeah, for me, I'd be completely fine if they wanted to pull a miniseries It's like, 12 Angry Men, where it's just people sitting down and trying to discuss this with that's each other. That's probably
1: a miniseries. Because yeah. I
0: would love to read that, too, but, like, if you need to put action in there, I thought, like, most of the, the,
2: the fights and the events throughout this was fine. Like, it didn't no, bother the, me. No, but the fights fights are just so lame because like you have this big mishmash of people and, and they all again they're all using their powers apparently to equal effect it's like Marvel versus Capcom like Doctor Strange gets beaten by Storm who then yeah. beats the like it's just like that, that's why that's why Ben just sucks at events one big reason why even when, when he
3: first started writing Avengers and stuff like that I was like this sucks because uh, he, he showed up and killed Hawkeye right away <laughs> yeah but um I also fucking uh, Ant-Man and fuck that <laughs> he
1: killed that's, fucking Scott Lang that's fuck... another thing that's another book we definitely have to yeah. do but, um,
3: uh, so, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, I was saying, uh, fucking, the death of anime got me so depressed. But, um, uh, uh, every time he writes a, a fight, Spoilers. a team fight, everyone just blends together. Their dialogue buns together, their abilities bunch together. He cannot write a team book. Like, one more, more character, he can write one character fighting, like, a group of people really well, and having dialogue with a group, small group of people very really well, but he can't write a team of people and keep them all interesting and unique.
2: Yeah. It is, it is a tall order, but, like, why try to make that order if you're not going to succeed?
1: Yeah. yeah. Or, like, if you've also failed doing this a lot. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah.
1: But, you know, whatever. So, uh, anybody else have anything they want to add?
2: Is this Wait, is this what Civil War II movie's going to be about? Oh. oh, fuck.
3: I'm like, I hope not. <laughs> Although, on the bright side of all, you better.
1: I can't imagine it's this bad. If um, Bendis was to write another Marvel event, would you guys want to read it?
2: No.
0: Yeah, hmm? I'd read it. No. Okay, interesting. I I've, it, I'd read it. I'd be more excited for it if it is focused on like a smaller thing. But I assume Marvel events usually involve like a hundred characters.
1: I mean, I could see like they took Civil War, which I think is a flawed book, and I think they did it better in the movie. I could see them taking this and making a better movie out of it.
3: Yeah, that's one reason why I I don't like modern Marvel as much. It feels like a lot of the stuff is just experimentations to see stuff that because a lot, before huge status quo shifts were rare, and that's why they were they felt cool to me. Like Death of Superman was cool to me. Because you never saw Superman die, obviously, but like you never saw any big Superman like that die. Like these uh, big shattering events, like Death of Superman, Nightfall. Uh, these big uh, big events were so rare in the past, and when they happened, they were they were special. But now, uh, Marvel basically the experiment with all these different new status quo. Like they want to see what happened if the Falcon was Captain America. What would happen if Iron Man was a black woman instead? And it's like now nothing feels special anymore. It doesn't feel like anything matters anymore because every, every, every fucking year it changes drastically.
2: That's how I felt when, we were, when I was reading this and all the characters were showing up and they were all... You had the Teenage X-Men, you had uh, Lady Thor, you had Black Spider-Man. I, like, I'm like, everything is so different and it, I don't... Not, not that I hate when they change stuff, but it seems like they're just changing everything they can constantly to But because to
1: of it. that, none of these characters have a history or relationship. Or like, oh, and their personalities aren't defined well enough either in the yeah. story too. Yeah, because, like, I'd like to see how the actual X-Men, like, who've gone through genocides and stuff feel about this, but you can't because they're all gone. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. It's bad. Yeah. But I-, I definitely understand Daryl's points, and I think, from a new reader perspective, I could see it being engaging. Yeah, this is why I like having Daryl on, because I think him he's... The- most has always has the most unique
3: opinion, and like we always uh, neglect stuff like. that you, know, <laughs> you-
1: talk about him as if he's not right there.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Daryl, you are great, but like uh, <laughs> uh, Daryl, you're, you're always uh, you're always a uh, very good counter voice to like uh, preventing us from being like, oh yeah, this sucks, and just
1: universally.
0: I think both me and Phil do that pretty well we we give you an idea of some like people that aren't attached to lore and what we think about it
1: so now that we've established to the listeners why each of us are on this podcast (laughs)
2: exposition exposition (laughs) yeah
1: it's a recap page at the end of isn't (laughs) that weird (laughs) but uh
0: ryan my co, my friend
1: ryan (laughs) my (laughs) podcast friend ryan (laughs) yeah so uh i think we've Done enough back and forth quirky Bendis dialogue to yeah. move oh, on. Oh,
2: I have one, one last comment. Uh the, the 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 whole the way that everyone spoke in this, I know we were saying dialogue sucks, and just the way it was like this weird tone the whole time really made me feel like this was in the style of like every modern Marvel movie ever. Oh yeah, like, it is. Yeah, it's yeah. Definitely like yeah. and 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 like that's why I I sometimes bitch about them because I'm like they all just kind of feel like this samey thing. And this comic was like that like stretched out over fucking nine issues yeah. like. Yeah. It was just so much of that same
0: shit. See, yeah. You guys you guys poop on me for this, but that's one of the reasons why I like Man of Steel. Is because I actually like the that you can tell it's a what's his name's direction. Zack Snyder? Yeah, Zack Snyder's like that's his take on Superman even if it's not a good take. Is Because I have the same problem with Phil. I think the Marvel movies are good. They're really solid and enjoyable, but so many of them do kind of blend together where it's like yeah. I get the basic gist you're going for. Like, nothing's going to surprise me, I don't think, other yeah, than the visual effects. Yeah, they're very effects.
2: predictable. Yeah.
3: I would argue that, uh, like, let's say, at least half of them are definitely fall into that category, but I think uh, recently with Grand- like Guardians of the Galaxy... Oh yeah, Guardians think, was different. Now the Captain America movies in
0: general. Captain like,
2: America Two was like also a, a game changer for me. Yeah, but... Captain
0: America Two is I think my favorite
2: Marvel movie yeah. overall. Yeah. That that deals with a hard issue that they you know like, make a stance actually... on. Yeah, yeah.
3: But I, I think I think uh, uh, this is this will be like because Marvel does try mix up. They do uh, have like formulaic movies still. Like, Iron Man was pretty formulaic, like, even though I think uh, it, Thor the, Two Thor Two is very formulaic. But I. I uh, Uh, I do think uh, this a lot of Marvel the comics are like what Marvel films will be if there were no Captain America yeah I think that's yeah
2: okay that's that's...
1: okay so I
3: think
0: maybe that's why I like it because it is it is it's not ambitious enough to take a solid stance on this idea but it is at least like it hits like the marks it's supposed to hit as it goes Mm -hmm. through it I think
1: that's fair yeah so I I think that's unfair yeah (laughs) yeah. fuck (laughs) yeah
0: I think that's inhuman.
1: <laughs> I'm a <Okay>. mutate. <laughs> so, on that note, I want to do a quick plug to the Comrade Radio Network. Uh, Shirley, Not Shirley, just released another episode that I asked a question on that uh, JB was... He's just great. He's just great. Listen to it. It's really good. It's called Garbage People. Is it about us? It's, <laughs> no, but I, I... We are garbage people. But And I also just want to uh, do a second quick plug that... Sly launched our beautiful website for our other podcast, oopsitetalkpolitics So check that out too. That's also on the Comrade Radio Network.
2: It's a big, beautiful website. It's everyone big, loves it. Everyone Trust loves me, it. I love it. He loves it's it. Got the everyone loves it.
1: Best HTML. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah. So check ask anyone. That, yeah. So check all that stuff out, and uh, rate and review and subscribe on iTunes to both of our shows. They're so great, right, guys? So good.
0: So good. People so are. Good. Everyone's
1: saying. Everyone's saying. And uh, that's all I got. So, anybody else have anything?
0: Uh, Thanks for listening to us for a full year, if you've been there since the beginning.
1: Yeah, because Phil and Daryl haven't. (laughs) (laughs) You're more loyal than those fuckers. (laughs) Yeah. I'm I'm a little offended.
2: (laughs) I read shit like this, and I'm not loyal. Phil,
1: I want to (laughs) go eat dinner. (laughs) All right. So, thank you guys so much for listening to Divisive Issues. I've been the new Secretary of Defense... I've been the vision, but not Ulysses' vision.
2: (laughs) I've been a handlebar mustache Hulk.
0: And I've been Ulysses, and I can see that Ryan's going to end the podcast! Someone stop him!
1: Stay in continuity. Que sera, sera Whatever will be, will be The future's not ours to see Que sera, sera What will be radio.com independent podcasting network